0: And we're live. Welcome everybody here to the Lakers Lounge. I'm Anthony Irwin. As always, joined by Raj Chapalu. Uh Raj, this one hurts. This one hurts a lot. Um Yeah. It feels a lot like game was it four? I think it was game four against Boston, the year that they lost in the finals, that one. Where right. I think in that yep. one the Lakers were up by like twenty-three. Felt mm-hmm. like, hey, you can Stay even around. up the series. Yeah, like you can even up the series. You can go back to Boston, see if you can win one there. If worse comes to worse, you can come back home, win game six, and then who knows what happens in the game seven. Um, this one this one was like, yeah, you, uh, do you feel like you're going to get your split. You know, um, you've expended a lot of energy in both of these two games to try to get that split. Now you have a travel day and then get right back to it um, on Saturday. No. Yeah. Saturday. Saturday. Um, mm-hmm. Which like quick aside, um, why are they playing every other day?
1: Like what's the point here? Like. <laughs> I- I don't get it either. I, I don't understand. They, the league, like, the league
0: like Adam Silver, like to say, you know, we really care about our players. We care about their safety. We want the best product. You want the best product yeah. in this kind of atmosphere. Like you saw down the stretch of the, that game, um, both those teams were freaking wiped, you know? Dead. Like both, just like both teams were exhausted. By the time we get to game six or game seven, guys are going to be carrying around oxygen tanks out there on the court. Like they're going to be like, it's just, I, I just, I don't, I don't get it. And, and I know that Adam Silver is uh, really cognizant of the ratings dip that they had when they played into the summer, right? They, mm-hmm. they, um, after the title year that the Lakers had in 2020, uh, quick break, and then they jumped right back into it and played into the summer and the ratings in that summer were just brutal. People go on vacations and stuff like that. But, but like, why are you playing back to backs in four games and five nights and shit like that it, during the regular season? if you're still gonna come to this and still like jump right into every other game in your in the the third round of a playoffs? and then by the way, you're gonna go you're gonna go into a, uh, uh, a finals right where both teams are going to be exhausted before the finals even mm-hmm. start. Like, what? yeah, I don't understand. Like, I don't understand what what they're doing. I just think Adam Silver sucks at this. Like, I just don't <laughs> think he's very good at his job. Whatever.
1: Well, I think it. Well, I think it was the play in right. So you the addition of the play in and maybe even we're going to have a mid season tournament here. So I think that's just rushed everything. But yeah, it doesn't make any sense. The NBA Finals is on June first, so they're really rushing everything through. So yeah, it's a gauntlet. It's a hell of a gauntlet, and Denver's now up two zero. Um, but yeah, we looked exhausted 80. You could tell, I thought he was done with like five minutes left in, in the game. third, in the third um, Le- LeBron <laughs> the third. Yeah. And LeBron, I thought was done in that fourth quarter. He was just, I'm just going to fire away from three. Cause he was exhausted chasing a 300 pound man, um, around. We the saw court, it the
0: game so. before that too. Like yeah. you saw that the game before that, like, uh, this is now two straight games where the Lakers tried to turn LeBron James and Anthony Davis into jump shooters and, and hope to have some success there. 80 hits one. LeBron misses all of his I what's the stat at right now? He's like one for 21 in the fourth quarter from three-point range these playoffs. He's yeah. missed 19 straight uh three-pointers. I don't know if that's for the entirety of the game or or whatever. Um yeah, I just uh I don't know. And and look, I I I don't want to it's gonna sound like I'm making excuses here for the Lakers. I'm 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 not. The the Nuggets are playing under these same circumstances too um i think they had one extra day of rest coming into the series but like in the grand scheme of mm. things one extra day of rest whatever yeah. um you know i it's just it just it seems really stupid to me you know how much like the the nba so i've done some asking around like why is that why 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 this approach like what's the deal here when you know in the first round of the playoffs you had teams have like 3 days off between games in in some mm-hmm. cases like why prioritize the first round of the playoffs and not the latter rounds where you want on this kind of stage, you want to show like the best basketball without this kind of caveat. And so I've asked around like w- w- what the deal there is. And, um, and like the, the kind of most pervasive response that I get is kind of like, I don't know. <laughs> cool. All right. Scientific. Yeah. And then, and then the other version of it that I get is, Like you're saying, everything that you know, they've essentially what the the, what the league runs into in trying to manage back to backs over the course of the season, and 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 still maintain something, maintain something of a regular, um, you know, a, a, a some regularity in terms of their calendar year, is that they have, you know, basically stretched the regular season as long as it can possibly go, right? And that forces yeah. you to really kind of sprint through the playoffs um, because you still, like, they aren't going to stop playing 82 games. They're actually adding to it in the mid-season tournament. Um, and on top of that, like, the the union um, doesn't want, union and and basically, like, nobody in the NBA wants to cut into what would normally be their vacation time, right? So, mm-hmm. like, normally you would just think, like, okay, fine. All right, you want to get rid of back-to-backs. You still want to play 82 games. Um, just stretch out the amount of the calendar that an NBA season takes over. And, yeah. um, you know, essentially that's not really an option because nobody involved with the league wants to cut into their like offseason vacationing times. Right. And, and so what you wind up with is, is this where both these teams, and, and again, like kudos to Denver, they made a run while they were that kind of tired. You heard. I know Adam caught a lot of shit on my show for saying like, "Hey, you know, Jokic is really good at playing through exhaustion, playing through fatigue, and you don't really see it uh, impact his game." And you watch AD in this fourth quarter, and he was a non-factor. You know, yeah. Um, it was it's it's kind of uh, you know pretty bad timing that uh, Trudell comes on my show earlier today or yesterday, whenever it was, and says, "Hey, this," and I agreed with him, and I think for the most part, the every other day AD thing is kind of nonsensical. But sure. you look at his numbers here, 18 points, 14 boards is good, 4 assists pretty good, 4 blocks is really good. 4 of 15 though from the floor just wasn't really a a factor offensively and you know, if you really want to whittle down why the Lakers lost this game, it's LeBron and AD weren't good enough. LeBron 22 points, 9 of 19 from the field, 0 of 6 from three-point range, um did have the 10 assists, three turnovers, um but like You know, the 9 of 19 should have probably been 12 of 19. He had the wide-open breakaway dunk that he tried to rock the cradle on, that he fumbled out of bounds, um, mustered off the hot dog, for those of you Chick Chick Hearn fans out there. um, You had The the play before that, he had a layup that was like right at the rim that he almost airballed because he didn't get over the top of the rim. And then late in the game, he makes that crazy steal, goes baseline, and airballs a layup. Um, yeah. you know, some of so that was impacted because Aaron Gordon goes up and makes a good challenge there. But like, I don't know. I, I just I watch LeBron, I watch AD. They keep on wanting to 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 lay up all of the like like lay everything into the basket. At some point, fucking dunk one. Like let's just try it. Yeah. A D yeah. goes to all his floaters and stuff. He's the most athletic person on the on the floor, and he's trying to play offense like Danilo Gallinari. Like, what do, what, what what like what are you trying to do out there?
1: Yeah, yeah, that was that was rough to watch. I thought he let Jokic kind of get into him physically. Um, I thought he slowed down too much. And, yeah, what's the most frustrating part, I think, is that our process was so good, like, defensively. I thought we were incredible. We had, we had Rui, LeBron, and AD, a carousel on Jokic. And Jokic, Anthony, didn't even score in the fourth quarter. Didn't even score in the fourth quarter, and they still beat us. Um, but I thought AD's, like... All those little flip shots, none of them went in, and you could tell his legs were gone. Um, I think you said in the middle of the third quarter, and then he started taking jump shots. Him and LeBron went jump shot heavy, and I thought we lost the game. You're up 11 in the middle of the in the middle of the third. Okay, you blow that. Fine, you go to the up. Uh, you go to the fourth quarter. They take Jokic out of the game. We sit AD. All right, trying to buy some minutes. LeBron takes three straight like break rhythm threes. Just yeah, they don't nothing, involve no, anybody. Don't involve anybody. And I thought Austin sat way too long. I thought we try to get D'Lo going way too much. I thought we try to ISO Dennis Schroeder way too much. I thought again, I, I said he's only played
0: 36 minutes tonight. Yeah, that's, way, way that's too low. low.
1: He played 42 last game. So maybe there was some trying to like manage he was him plus 13
0: going. in those in those 36 minutes. He
1: was he was he was so good. And I said before this was like this is not an equal opportunity offense series. Like this is, needs to be, I think you use the word dictatorship. Like this needs to be a dictatorship series. <laughs> And we went way too fascist. We went, fascist. Uh, yeah, they're gonna kill me for that online. Um, but um, yeah, it was just it's it was way too democratic. Like you needed, uh, we needed, um, LeBron and AD to take over. And this is a LeBron and AD scoring series or running every action. And it was too much. All right, D'Lo, let's see if you have it. And he was one for five from three. Um, they were going at him again. Bruce Brown, like trying to get in his head. You could tell he, he got a block on him from behind. But I thought like our gar- all right, the role players came through to me like this was a like you got handed it on a platter. It was like, right it
0: was cool.
1: there. Was you sp- get like just...
0: decent games from LeBron and AD offensively, and and you not win even... by you win going away.
1: Anthony, not decent games. You get a decent fourth quarter, like that's all you needed. And we got multiple chances. Austin Reeves banks in a three to cut it to two with a minute left, and then Dennis fouls Jamal Murray on their en- other end. We come down the other way, and AD takes a three. It's like. Your stars have to come through here, and if we lose this series, I think it'll be because of this this section of the game. And I don't think we're out of it entirely yet. They won their two home games, but your stars have to come through. Like the four for fifteen, like the the floor of Anthony Davis's offense needed to be higher. I don't need a forty point night, but four for fifteen with no rim protection, Jokic and Aaron Gordon out there that that's unacceptable. I'm sorry, like that's just that that can't happen. Even as great as he as he was defensively, incredible. Incredible night from him reading every pass, getting out to MPJ when he asked to. Like, I thought he was great on, on that end, but the offensive production just had to be there, and it didn't show up. And we shot eight for 30 from three. I mean, we didn't get much offensively from our shooters, but we got enough. The defense carried you till the fourth quarter. Jamal Murray um, took them home, and we had no one um, really going. So that was, to me, the story of this one. So I want to stay macro
0: for a quick second here because, um, you know, so the Lakers— when they won game 1 against the warriors remember remember how weird it was to see like they they sounded like they lost right and it was yeah. mm-hmm. it was this um you know very strict message of you have to stay disciplined any time you fuck up you are going to pay for it you are going to have those those opportunities that you squander they are going to come right up your back and they are going to you know they are immediately going to make you pay for any kind of like you know uh, lapse in in engagement, in focus, in discipline, right? Um, and you know the thing with the thing with playing a series like that is uh, it's exhausting to be that kind of focused throughout is exhausting. And you know, I it really kind of felt like uh, coming into this one, and and it's played out this way too, where coming into this one, I don't think LeBron and AD have the same level of respect for the nuggets as they had, uh, going into the warriors series. And, you know, uh, I was texting with, with people back and forth throughout the game and, and specifically Matt Moore. And I know how much everybody loves Matt Moore on this channel, but, but like, um, you know, he, he was saying like, Oh, there's a free throw disparity. There's this, there's that, uh, this looks like the game you're going home one, one. And I was like, no, this feels like event, like they are this close to having it get carried away. And yeah. and and having uh Denver really go on a run that that puts this thing out of reach. And you know, it was like it was just dumb play after dump dumb shot selection. Like you were yeah. up the, the Lakers would be up by like 12, and D'Angelo Russell would shoot some stupid shot um in in transition that like cuts off that run right there. You had yeah. you mentioned it right. The as as Denver was on their run, you have LeBron taking stupid shots um after stupid shot after stupid shot. Um yes. you had you had LeBron again like the ultimate lapse in judgment to me is is like you're on a breakaway. The Lakers at that point were up either 10 or 12. You just dunk the ball, like even if it's just like you know he tries doing the the the, the rock the cradle thing, dude. Even yeah. if it's just like the 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 dunk that he can have where he gets way above the rim, you know, or, or like he just extends off his and he gets the ball when way extended. That's all you need to do, or just something that like you know what, like you don't just score the points, man. Like just score he the points. Yeah, you know, and and like there was there was so many plays like that. Um, you know, LeBron made a bunch of them. I thought ADs just like just. I I'm sorry, Raj, but I we're gonna use your your word here that you don't like, but I just thought like every time he could get punked, he did. Like every time he was dribbling, and it's the same kind of thing against Memphis where, um, like. it's it's twofold there's two things that are kind of going on here right and part of it i think is an nba problem and part of it i think is an anthony davis problem we'll start just really quickly with the nba problem every time Jokic gets hit it's you know he doesn't even look to score like Uh, the the ball can the the ball can leave his hands and and it's just like you know and and like every single thing around
1: him just like flying in the air that Rui one, like, where was the contact? There was no contact. He hit a right. flicking one he had a one-hand floater and they're like, foul, and one. Like what? Yeah. Where was the, where's it, the well, call and, on that?
0: And I'm just like, and and so like um in the league, you know, he gets the benefit of those calls because, like, you know, surely if a 290-pound man is thrown across the room, it's because clearly it's like Rui is the Hulk. Um, so like I think and, and like, you know, you look at the way that AD plays and he's still, I think, trying to score the basket, right? He's still mm-hmm. trying to get a clean look, even despite contact. And, and it makes it look like, you know, compared to Jokic's reaction to contact, that there isn't as much contact. So, like, that's an NBA problem. That is something that I think that at some point, please, please, Adam Silver, um, care about the actual basketball just once and, like, fix flopping. Like, like and, and look, LeBron flopped on, on a couple, like, you had the, you had the LeBron flop on, on the steal that he made, and then you had Jokic come down and flop right right away, right? It was a flop off. Like, I'm sorry, that's really bad for the perception of you. This is going to be, like, one of the more watched games of your year, and you have two people who were built like Avengers flopping around like dead fish. Like, it, it's just it's just not good for your league. So please fix that. So that's the NBA aspect of it, too. But then again, like... Because and I think we dealt with this with Kuz early in his career, um, because AD is trying to get that clean look. He's kind of stepping away from some of that contact, and when you see that the defensive player is setting the tone physically, the defensive player is gonna gonna get away with more um, in of terms of yeah, it, it, he, exactly. He's gonna get the benefit of the doubt, and and in in this one, um, I thought. You know, fairly early on, you had some plays where, look, AD was really kind of, you know, he did shoot 11 free throws in this one, right? Um, and and so, like, when he was getting to the line, it was because he was setting the tone with that physicality. But then over the course of the game, and and some of it is legs, some of it is momentum, right? They, Denver had all of the momentum in that game, and and you see it, like... He's already falling. He's already already stepping away from the basket as that contact happens, and the refs just aren't going to give you that. They 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 won't unless unless you flop like you know <laughs> <laughs> like 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 somebody just got tasered. You know, yeah, yeah. I, I, it, it's maddening to watch the that aspect of it, where like the the league continues to incentivize the worst part of of basketball.
1: Yeah, for sure. And, you know, that's that's frustrating. Like and again, 80s jumper, I thought was was not going and he was settling for those little floaters and stuff. But he has to, you know, again, there's no one at the basket for him. Like we started running him isolation against Aaron Gordon at the end. Like that's just not the way to attack. And I think like there's places where he catches inside. And I think it's what you're talking about, Anthony, where like there's a little bit of physical contact, but you're not getting that, especially on the road in Denver. You're not getting those little touch There And you have to go up strong. And some of those like he's waiting, he's catching, he's like reading and then um, going up for these reverses. And another huge problem to me uh, is he keeps going for offensive rebounds, right? And if he does not, if he does not get the offensive rebound, or he's a little bit out of the play, Denver is running on us hard, crazy. Hard on, mm-hmm. and Jokic obviously can get grab the rebound and go. So what he's doing is like once he knows AD is behind the play, it's a full sprint the other way as fast as Jokic can sprint. But like he's going the other way and he's finding MPJ in the corner, KCP in the corner. And honestly, that's how they stayed in the game in the yeah. first half. It was he only had tournament. one
0: offensive rebound, by the way. Like you're doing yeah. all that crashing and you only grab one.
1: Well, because he's grabbing it over three people, he's not going to get it. And then he's falling even on some of those. So, yeah. like, it's him trying to grab it around Aaron Gordon, Nikola Jokic, and MPJ. Those three are pretty good rebounders. Like, you're not going to grab enough to where it hurts you on the other end. And, like, we have Vando and AD crashing, which even, like, exasperates the issue. But, uh, yeah, like, AD's falling on those. And his drives, like, he's getting baseline. I'm sorry. Like, you have to power through. Like, these reverse layups, like, like, You're not getting any space on those. That's the only thing Nikola Jokic can defend is like he can put his hand out and he can kind of hit you on the arm. You're not getting those touch fouls. So when AD goes up for reverses and he's falling, it it just puts us in a really tough spot. But he just has to be better. Man, like there's a lot of analysis like we can go into, but him going four for 15 in a game where, again, Jokic doesn't score in the fourth. Your defense on him is fantastic. I thought the guards carried us as much as they could. Dennis Shooter hit some big jump shots. Austin Reeves hit some threes. Um, had a bucket had buckets in the third quarter like your stars have to take you home there um, and he just was not like he wasn't he just didn't have the legs for it and we sat him to start the third and that might have been the game they went on like an 880 run to start the fourth quarter but um, 80 has to be better like his those all those little floaters in there are nice Um, but take another dribble in make Jokic have to defend you Jokic had like two fouls again in the fourth quarter like you you got to put the onus on the official yeah. to either call it or stuff him in the basket, either or. And I think I think one of those things have to happen.
0: Well, there was a play early in the game. Um, and again, the Lakers come out really well. I think they they started either five or seven zero, um, in at the beginning of the game, and mm-hmm. either yeah, like on would have been the what would have been the seventh point or what would have been the ninth point. Eighty has the ball at the at the right at the left elbow, swings through, takes one dribble or maybe two. If he takes another dribble. He gets all the way to the basket, and he's able to dunk it there. But instead, what with um, Aaron Gordon guarding him, and look, Aaron Gordon is a difficult player to move. So, so I, that's that's worth pointing out too. But instead of like taking the extra dribble and getting to the rim, and either you know dunking on Aaron Gordon or or uh, you know getting fouled, he shoots that kind of weak, you know, floater that hits the back iron, and 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 what's even worse, like to your point when he's attempting those shots, he's falling almost every time. Right. Right. This is, I think uh, the Lakers used to do this against Manu Ginobili. There's a, there's a really famous clip of um, Phil Jackson in one of the series that the Lakers were getting ready to play San Antonio in where Phil Jackson says like, Hey, when Manu drives, especially to his left, especially from like, you know, either right, like either wing um, when he gets to the rim, he's falling and he's falling into like all the camera people down there. And it's going to take him a while to get up. That's when you know go out. You have your man advantage. See if you can take advantage of some of that. And that's Manu Ginobili, right? Like it's not like Manu Ginobili yeah. is is like anchoring or was anchoring San Antonio's defense back there. Um, but you know, with AD, I, I guarantee you, there's probably some click of clip of uh, Mikey Malone saying like, "Hey, every time AD drives, especially right." um cuz when he drives when he drives left he's looking to get the ball back to his right and he shoots it fairly well balanced but when he shoots it to his right when he's going to his right he tries to extend a little bit further and if he feels any contact whatsoever um or just in general he's going to fall and when he falls it takes him forever and a day to get back up and by that and time gone. Denver's is and and like you know I'd have to look at their like I'd have to look at the the team stats here um let's see fast break points. It says Denver only scored 22 to 21 here. I'm sorry. Like that does not seem right. Maybe (laughs) maybe some of that was inflated because the Lakers were running a little bit there at the very end. Um, And I don't know how they're charting those fast break, fast break points, but it felt like every single time the nuggets wanted to needed to stay close, they would get something in transition that, that would just keep Mm -hmm. them. There's a huge different difference mentally, especially playing at home um between a 20 point game and like a 16 point game or a 16 point game and a 12 point game. And whenever the Lakers had opportunities to extend it from 12 to 16, 16 to 20 or 14 to 18, whatever it is, you know, they would take some stupid shot and, yeah. and Denver would stay attached. And you just I, I really think like what it would it winds up coming down to, and we'll talk about the X's and O's about it, but I think just in terms of like general approach I don't think the Lakers respect the Nuggets in the same way that they do the
1: Warriors. And and it's, you know, look, now you made your bed. You're down 0 2. I think they respected them tonight. And the other thing that we fumbled was, uh, it's a football term, right? Uh, another term, another thing that we fumbled was a like a really bad Jamal Murray game uh, up until the fourth. I thought he was, he could not hit any type of shot. He was off from the field. You have to win those games where he's off. I think he was like three for 15 going into the fourth before he bloomed um into hitting all those jump shots and again i thought our defense was really good that's the part that really sucks is that like i think you you outplayed them tonight like you were up the entire game uh you were up 11 in the third you were had like a nice you kept them like at arms distance for a good amount and then um the turnovers i think and again i think a the best defense is a good offense against this Denver team. Like I, mm-hmm. I think like I think that's the best thing that you can do against them. And like you talked about, you go up twelve, a D D-low contested three over KCP, um, a Dennis Schroeder. He shot this one three, Anthony, with like seven seconds on the shot
0: clock. Oh my god. On the dude. shot clock. You should have seen blocked. you should have seen me in my living room. I was so angry. I was <laughs> so because ang- the Lakers worked to get that offensive rebound. Um, there's there was like there was like 9 seconds left in that in the end of the quarter right either the end of the third yeah. or end of the second whatever it was and of the um, third yeah he catches it there on the right wing and and he rises like he starts to rise to go up and i thought it was going to be that super slow like pump fake that he normally does mm-hmm. but then he kept like rising i was like no 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 what the fuck <laughs> like i was so and that was again it's just it's just it's just a lack of discipline that like like I'm sorry, somebody needs to pull him aside there and say that's a terrible shot. What yeah. are you doing? There's nine seconds left in in the quarter here, and you give them two points because remember on the other end, Jokic tips the ball and they call goaltending, goaltending. on AD. Mm-hmm. Yep. Um, and and you know that's that's two points that just like come out of nowhere. And like yeah, we can talk about like the the weird goaltend call there and the goaltend call on AD. And we could talk about the, the the Lakers kind of missed opportunities at the rim with LeBron specifically or whatever, but there was just so many mental lapses that I just don't think they were making against Golden State. And 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 again, maybe it's a it's it's fatigue coming off of being that focused against Golden State. Maybe it's whatever. I do think I I like their general approach to this game, but it's just they 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 play with their food so much in this game, and and it's it winds up costing you, like Raj. This could be the series, like no, hundred
1: percent, (laughs) one hundred percent.
0: You you fuck around, you find out, and this and this this time they might have found out to the extent
1: where like you don't come back. Not very many teams come back from down o two. No, it, they don't. Um, They, they don't. And it, like, they like I think, like, people are up to win, like, 80% of the series or whatever. But this used to be how it goes. Teams used to go up to a lot more than I think they do now. Um, We get so many splits early on where the road team wins, you know, game one. But, yeah, that didn't shoot a three. And I, I was actually – people are going to forget this now because of the fourth quarter – three-pointers that he hoisted up LeBron took a three on that one too he took a terrible three-point shot right before um Dennis took that one and AD fought so hard like you talked about to get that offensive rebound and to shuffle that over to Dennis Schroeder to run the offense and maybe he thought the shot clock was going down but yeah like those terrible shots where you get Denver out in transition and I give them credit they do a good job of trying to make you play their game and I thought we got baited into that a lot tonight where like they hit. They take a quick three. Jamal Murray takes a step back three. You want to kind of get it back on the other end. So you see Austin go right into it. Dennis Lonnie had a big two pointer tonight. But um, yeah, that was that was rough to watch. You know all the decision making. I'm not sure if D'Angelo Russell needed 33 minutes tonight. Like I thought that was a lot for him. I thought he was still bad. He had an, he had like an okay floor game, but. He's one for, I think, like 10 now from three in this series. Like, I, he just he's just not hitting his outside shot. They're hunting him on the other end. I thought he did a lot better tonight in terms of his defensive effort. But uh, if he's just not scoring, it's tough to play him. And, again, Austin might just need to average 40 in this series. Um, and, yeah, that was rough. A lot of, lot of bad turnovers that, that put Denver into transition and got them easy buckets and just kept them afloat enough for Jamal Murray to explode. You knew Jamal Murray would eventually get going. Being up three to end the third was just not enough, I thought. And I thought sitting Anthony Davis was uh was the mistake there. I, like maybe he needed a breath, but I think Jokic might have still been on the floor. I don't I don't remember, but um I thought I thought sitting AD there kind of lost the game. LeBron decided I'm just gonna take threes now. And MPJ hit a three, Jamal Murray hit a three, they went up six, and that was that was kind of it for tonight.
0: D'Angelo Russell, this is from uh Justin Russo. Um mm-hmm. <laughs> the Lakers are minus forty one in minutes that uh, D'Angelo Russell has played through two games, minus 41 so far through this uh, through two games. Uh, they are a plus 30 when he is not on the court. It is just, um, he's, he's just been terrible. Like he'll have some, he'll have some stretches where he'll make a couple jumpers or whatever, but basically your starting point guard, your $30 million a year point guard cannot have whether or not he is playing well dictated by whether or not he's making shots and that bit be it. Like he has to be more than that, you know, come in and and maybe grab, let's see, what did he have tonight? So, uh, Russell 10 points. He had three rebounds. He had five Uh, assists. He's just like, like just do anything other than try to score, you know? And, um, it's just, and again, it's just, it's, it's dumb shots. It's turnovers. It's getting beat defensively. Like the, the the Nuggets are just picking on him pretty relentlessly. We're we're reaching a point here where I'm not positive he can play. Like I'm, we're reaching a point here where like, and if he's gonna play, it can't be more than like 10, 15 minutes until he proves otherwise. Because like he's about as detrimental as Malik Beasley was at the worst of Malik Beasley stretches. Because they they like every time they see him out there, he's like it's like he's wearing a bright orange jersey it's like he's got like flashing lights i'm over here everybody come pick on me like he's yeah. just and he and 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 the momentum breaking shots
1: like i'm sorry i uh it's it's russell westbrook-esque it's
0: it's it's, it's been that
1: bad yeah i mean like i don't know where he goes from it i also think like we went back to that three guard lineup that got cooked in game one i thought that. I thought that was a mistake as well. I went to the D-Lo, Austin, um, Dennis. I was like, why? why? That, that We we learned that didn't work in game one. Why do we go back to that tonight? And I yeah. thought that got cooked with again. With LeBron
0: and Rui too. Like yeah, they were small LeBron. up front and they had those three guys out there.
1: Yeah, and I thought Denver went on a run there as well. And again, like d is not going to be great defensively. I just think to put him in a couple more lineups or maybe he's he's um, with just another backcourt pair with a couple wings up front. But he has to just be better too. Like there's a lot of – like there's a lot of stuff where he's getting attacked. He has to meet the match. Like I don't, I don't think he's a guy you can just not play at all. I don't think you can throw him in the 10 minute range. I thought, again, I thought Vanderbilt 17 minutes was low. I liked his effort. I thought he was playing well on Jamal Murray. Um, Mm -hmm. If Dennis isn't hitting jumpers anyway, I would just go with Jared Vanderbilt. Like I thought Dennis hurt us um, by like, It's the situation where since Dennis can't space the floor, he needs to have the ball in his hands. I thought way too many possessions. Again, dictatorship offense. like We're running offense through Dennis Schroeder because he can't shoot, and I thought like that was a mistake. We need to run that through LeBron, um, put AD and Jokic in space more. We, We let Denver off the hook so many times where it was just like an easy one pass, three, one pass, three, and when you're eight from 30 and you just can't get anything going, We're in no rhythm offensively. LeBron's in zero rhythm offensively, be taking five threes in like a five minute span. Like that, that that tells me their legs are dead and we have no like decision making process. We're like, hey, this is bad decision. These are bad process offensive mistakes. Like even if those threes go down, Anthony, those are bad shots. Like that's just, that's not creating good looks. And Denver on the other end is like Jamal Murray, Nicole Jokic, dribble handoff every freaking time. And we're going to get something out of it and they did. Jamal Murray got cooking, MPJ got cooking and uh, we need to be better. Our stars need to be better. Lo has to be better. Like I don't think the answer to this is take Lo out the rotation. I just I, I don't think that's I don't think that's where it goes. Um but I would put Austin's minutes up to like 40, 41 and maybe that's a lot on his legs, but Lo has to shoot better. He just does and I think going home will help that. But um The, yeah, the
0: problem did. with the problem with D'Lo, and especially with those small lineups that he is playing in. Like you when yeah. you have Lo, Reeves and uh, Schroeder as your three guards out there only mm-hmm. Schroeder is above average fast right Reeves isn't the fastest guy like he he moves defenders and that's how he's he's able to get around guys um, D'Angelo Russell is probably the slowest guard in the league right he's he makes Andre Miller look like you know Usain Bolt Um, and and you know when you combine that you have like Rui Hachimura who isn't a particularly fast guy and then if you have LeBron out there as your center and and he's more interested in walking the ball up, um, then you are both small and slow. <laughs> and like, look, I'm not a doctor, um, but the the two the 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 most devastating combination, and I have a lot of experience in this, especially as I got chubby over the years, you mm-hmm. do not want to be short and slow and play basketball. That is a that is a bad combination. That is not what you want to be. And you know, all postseason—that's what that unit has been all postseason, yeah. and it's just like, all right, we're gonna keep it going. We're just gonna keep on going in. <laughs> that, that well just keeps on. That well is dry as shit. And if it yeah. isn't, if it is producing stuff, it's producing poison. But was all right. Let's just let's keep on seeing what, <laughs> what, what what might be there. Like I don't know yeah. if you ever watched. You probably didn't. You didn't watch really? Walking Dead, right? no I, I dead people no i don't like that yeah okay well um but like <laughs> i heard was, it was a good was,
1: show though i heard I heard it was,
0: a was for a while it was like the biggest okay. show in america but like they um biggest show? they okay. there was a uh, scene where a zombie like got stuck in the well and, okay. and and like their entire water supply at this farm was just completely rancid because this like person is decomposing in their in their water oh. supply right and that is, that's the Lakers small guard lineup. That's the well that they keep going back to. There's just like rotting bloated corpse that is messing with their water supply. And the Lakers just keep going right back to it. Let's just, <laughs> let's keep, let's see where this thing goes, baby. Yeah, <laughs> it's, yeah. it's been terrible for two straight. No, now now we're it's in the third straight series where that, that lineup has been terrible, but fuck it. It's going to maybe this time. Maybe this is the time that this is actually going to work out. I just, uh, yeah. um, again, like I, I think, I think Darvin Ham has been mostly obviously, like you're in the Western Conference, like he's been mostly good as, as a coach. Yeah, I don't blame, I don't coach. blame him for tonight. By the way, I, but, I don't but, think this was. On well, him. I do blame him for that lineup. Um, that, that, like, that's the kind of thing that I don't care what your ideologies are, um, what you're bringing to the table there as a basketball coach. At some point, you have to look at that and be like, yeah. Yeah, all right. We got to move away from that, you know. Whether it's getting Vando out there too, whether it's you know, if you're going to have those three guards out there, they have to be with AD. Um, I, you know, I, I, whatever it is, they just they can't keep going to it, you know. Right now, I think they're playing four small guards. Right, they have, um, mm-hmm, they have funny, Russell. Yeah, they have uh, Russell Reeves. Lonnie and Dennis as, as like, that's their, that's their guard rotation here. They don't have uh, Beasley in there. They don't have Troy Brown jr. In there. Um, and, and like, that is, that's like at all times, you're having at least two small guards out there almost no matter what. Um, yeah. And then when you expand that to they' because you are not playing uh Jerry Vanderbilt very much, you're expanding that to um, at the times where you aren't going to have two small guards out there instead of like having one and being really big, you're actually going to be uh, super duper small <laughs> yeah. and, and you're going to have three of them out there. And, and again, this is against the biggest rotation in the league. Denver is huge all over the court. And, and I really think that like the times where like Michael Porter jr really starts getting it going is when he's guarded by Reeves and Reeves is closing out to him late on these shots. And he just doesn't feel him at all. He just doesn't feel him
1: yeah and he got to me he got going in transition like that's where he got going the most he got running in the corner and that kind of got him going and we, we chased him pretty well but Anthony this has been a lot of doom and gloom I just want to talk about Rui because I think Rui you're down 2-0 Raj like, I know I know but like still I'm like he's gonna be the reason I rewatch this game because I think that his his performance was incredible and again like to your point I think if you have wings like Rui and Vandal, you do not need to go that small. Like you have you have playable guys. Dennis, I thought was fine. I still think though, if Dennis is not giving you offense, then go with Vanderbilt. Go with the bigger rebounder, mm-hmm. chaser guy. Um, especially when you're doing a good job switching off a of Jokic, and I thought Vanderbilt was good in his minutes. The plus minus doesn't indicate that. I would have to go back and look why. Um he finished a minus 10 when I thought he actually had a fine game. Uh, but yeah, I thought Rui was so good. They had no answer for him, and he's part of that bigger, stronger, faster. And he had an interview on um, going into halftime. He's like, "Well, they have no rim protection, so I'm just gonna go to the rim." I'm like, "Yes, that should that needs to be that should be echoed around the whole locker room. Like that should not just be Rui Hachimura's ethos. That should be LeBron and AD's ethos." And I thought um he was fantastic. He didn't settle. Um, people talked about his jump shot being un- being uh, unsustainable. Like I thought. That wasn't really a part of it. He went to the basket. He had his mid-range pull-ups. He was attacking the glass. He was rebounding, um, and he finishes a minus five. So I'd have to go back and check him, cause either. But um, eight for ten, man. You get an eight for ten Rui game. Like you don't want to squander those. Like you, you got a role player that played really well, and your stars didn't just come through. But um, yeah, I think Rui might start soon. Like I think that's where this might be headed. Um, but yeah, I thought I thought he was he was one of the the few guys that. That was able to attack Denver the way I think we need to. He played 30 minutes tonight.
0: It's not enough. It's That's not nowhere enough. near enough. That's nowhere near enough. Like, he was the, he was like, you could really argue he was the Lakers' best player in the first half. Yeah. <laughs> like, <laughs> um, That's like the way he put it, yeah. You have, you have, uh, you have Reeves play 36 minutes. You have Hachimura play 30 minutes. You have Russell play 33 three three minutes. And like, yeah, like I know Dylan, Dylan, um, uh Steven is, is in here saying like in in a few comments now that that like LeBron and A D are the problem. Yes, I agree. They were terrible, yep. especially offensively tonight. That is why the Lakers lost this game. But then on top of that, like when those guys are bad, you are really min- minimizing your uh your your margin for victory. And those mistakes in terms of rotation that you can make and in terms of combinations that you have out there on the court, like that gets that can that gets compounded by uh, each mistake that you make and and yeah like Rui this has always been a Rui series and I don't know if it's a matter of like you know you don't want you don't want Rui playing like forty minutes where he's spending all of those minutes guarding Jokic like um,
1: he didn't look tired tonight I, I didn't think I didn't see well, he's, I think him. he started I'd have to look at his shot
0: chart but he started kind of uh. You know, fading a little bit. I think late. Um, mm-hmm. I think everybody was, but it, like I, I'd have to look at at the the shots that he missed late. Um, you know, at one point he was perfect, right? At one point he was like eight, um, for, eight, eight for eight, right? Uh, so he finishes eight for ten. So he, it, like even if he started fading, he missed two shots. So, right. um, but but yeah, I think uh, I think like what, what it's what it's really going to come down to is like. You know, tonight uh, Tristan Thompson played like thirty seconds or whatever, so that doesn't really count. The Lakers played eight guys, um, mm-hmm. and and that's that's about right for a game of this magnitude. The only thing I would I would change is is you know like Walker's already playing thirteen minutes. I I think that's a good number for him, and I would get I would get Russell closer to that. Like I don't think he needs to play more than twenty oh. minutes. Like I, I, I like I, I he's 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 so bad. He like, he has been so bad in this series and, and it's just like the thing that annoys me. It's like, I talked to Harrison about it today, um, earlier today, going into this game, or I guess I talked to him last night, whenever it was, but, um, the thing that annoys me with Russell is like, he's just perfectly fine with being whatever out there. Oh, guess I don't have it. All right. Good luck shooter. Go get him, Dennis. You know? And it's just like, it's maddening. Like at some point get a fucking rebound. At some point, like step in front of Bruce Brown on one of those coast to coast drives that he has. Like it's yeah. like one of these days, like go down there. You're six five, bud. Like use your use your big. Fraud. I'm not expecting you to go flying there. And by the way, the the flagrant foul that they called on him. Um, by the way, I, I think kind of sort of like changed that game. Like, that that stretch of the game, right? The Lakers were on a run, and then the game stops to review it. Yep. And then they wind up giving him the extra point. I think the Nuggets get to the free throw line again off of that. Um, And then they seem to ignore, like, you know, Bruce Brown winding up and hitting Russell uh, Rui upside the head. Again, the only difference there is uh, he didn't fall. Yeah. Um, But but like, um, like, go use your big body, pin down, help keep Aaron Gordon off of the glass, help, you know, whatever it is. But like you have to be willing to do more than just see if your shot is going. And, and like, it, it's, it's maddening to watch him play because his motor is just non-existent. I don't know if he started sweating at this, in this series
1: yet. <laughs> well, so, so I actually, I want to stick with d here because I think like he has to get going offensively. Like, I, I get your point. He has to contribute in other ways. It's a team that plays a defensive style that should play right into his offensive hands. And first play of the game though, Anthony, if you remember our offense, it was D'Angelo Russell took KCP to the post and drew a foul, right? That was the first play of the game. And then the Bruce Brown block. Like, I actually like that he got into it with him. I like him being showing some type of energy that he cares and stuff like that. I think that's good. I think he's starting to feel that they're being forceful on him. He has to be forceful back, but he has to be able to like hit these shots. Like, Jokic, if you watch, we're running D'Angelo Russell ball screens. Jokic is like in the paint. Like, he's he's so they're trying to take away AD's role so bad. D'Lo has to make him pay. Like, that's the type of guard he is. He is a jump shooting. He's. He's in the NBA because of his pull-up jump shooting ability. Like all the other stuff, like yeah, it's nice. He can pass. He's a good playmaker. He's probably a, above average playmaker. But he's in the league because he can score, and he needs to be able to hit shots over these drop coverages where Jokic is all the way back. There, he's getting some back pressure from KCP and Bruce Brown, but he's too big, a six-five guard. He should be able to kick these dudes like when when they're when they're behind him. So I like I'm not I'm not trying to take his responsibility away. Like he needs to score for us. We had a hundred in what three points tonight and a lot of that is because ad as well ad and lebron obviously were off but that's why you get a d'angelo russell that's why you have a 30 million guard here he's a 30 million guard because he can score not to and he should rebound more i want him to be more he's a 30 million dollar
0: a year guard because of the kd thing but but
1: he's gonna okay but if you're resigning this year he's not getting less than like 25 like the the gap between what he's gonna get this summer and what he's at right now isn't i think astronomical Like i don't think he's gonna drop to like a $10 $10 million player. Anyway, the the money's beside the point. I think like he needs to score in this series and he has the ability. Wait, to is that. it
0: beside the point though?
1: Because like, again, again, down the stretch of this game, you have Beasley sitting over there. He's
0: $16 million a year. Bamba hasn't played in this series. He's hurt. And that's like, that's, you know, it's right. That's yeah. out of his hands. Right. But then you have D'Angelo Russell sitting over there. He's 30 million bucks. So you have like, you know, it, it not even counting Bamba, you have 46 million dollars a year in in a backcourt they were your starting backcourt coming into the ba- in into the sure. postseason these guys these guys can't finish games like these guys Beasley can't get off the can't bench because yeah. like every time he shoots it he like I think I, I I wonder if he shoots like a single shot in 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 shooting practice and just holds his like follow-through for the entirety of all of practice and um shimmies yeah like he just <laughs> he was shimmying a little bit like when he was in the rotation (laughs) um but then like but then you have yeah like you have you have 46 million dollars worth of point guard or I guess guards and no like right now it's Dennis Schroeder who's like a three million dollar a year player Lonnie Walker who's like a six million dollar a year player and Austin Reeves who's like a 1.2 million dollar a year player who are like carrying your your guard rotation like that's like I'm sorry, those those guys have to take some offense to the fact that like shit, man, we are we're really well paid. Congratulations to us. But man, we suck. Good lord. <laughs> like waiting on us. I drive a really nice car, but man, I am not gonna drive a really nice car for very long. I'm not gonna get a contract beyond this one that is that is anywhere near as fruitful as this one has been. So so yeah, I think um like it, it like look you you don't anticipate the Lakers going from where they were in the season to winning a championship, right? That does not happen ever. That has never happened before. Hell, the, the season that the Lakers are on right now, um, teams that have started two and ten and make it to the Western Conference finals, let alone the actual finals that the Lakers were able to turn the series around, that has happened like two or three times, and some of that had to do with like a shortened like uh, blackout season or, or a lockout season. And then back when they had, like, three-game series to start the first round, right? And you had a lot more randomness there. Um, so, like, I, I do think that, you know, LeBron getting healthy, AD getting healthier, and, you know, the Lakers turning that $46 million of, you know, mostly either non-guaranteed or expiring money um, into, you know, guys who can actually play in in, in these games is where you're going to see improvement next year, but but for right now, you need Delo to be better, just like flat out. Like he, yeah, he has to. You and and like I know you mentioned, and, and you're not wrong. Like you know, if if Russell is going to impact the game for the most part, it is going to be because he's scoring, right? When he looks mm-hmm. his best, it's because like he's knocking down some jumpers, or he's getting to the to the rim, or he's getting to the free throw line, or whatever. But when you don't have that going, and you make the amount of money that that you're making you have to be able to impact the game some other way, or you certainly can't be actively detrimental in the other, in those, in those other regards where you're letting guys just kind of walk around you and get into position to get offensive rebounds where you're letting guys just get straight line, straight line drive, dry uh, straight line drives to the basket um, line drive drives. That's like the, you know, it's my baseball brain kicking in, but, but like you, we, what you can't have is like what you're seeing here with Russell now for two games where, he doesn't have it going for the entire like for he has it going in stretches, but overall, uh, what did he finish? The, I'm guessing he wasn't above fifty per, yeah, three of eight three from three. the floor, mm-hmm. um, one of five from three point range. and a few of those one of like one a few of those five three point attempts were just brutal attempts. So you' yeah. he's hurting you on that end, and then he's really, really hurting you on the other end. Like I you know it, it, the, the nuggets, most of these teams don't have players who are making that amount of money. Who are actively hurting their cause? That that just doesn't happen this time of year.
1: Yeah, and again, like he's had, I want to. He's had good games in the playoffs, right? He's had games where he saved us. I think on the road, but it's the it's the shot attempts to me. It's you know the volume is he's taking eight shots, and I think like four of them were good. You know what I mean? Like I think like him picking his spots and his confidence. I think is a little bit flustered with the way Mike Malone is. Basically, I bet if you give him truth serum, he's like is d'angelo russell playable like he would just go ask he would just go ask that mm-hmm. all around um but he's not doing that he's being a little less you know um, not, not much less not much less no but just a, <laughs> a tad less demonstrative um about yeah. that and and d'lo has the skill level to like do it i think that's the most frustrating part with him and anthony davis right it's not their ability that's not what we're questioning at all like they both can um step up and they still can they still have a chance the series to me is not right over. this isn't me getting angry at like tyler ennis hey
0: why aren't exactly. you playing well in the Western Conference Finals? <laughs> like
1: exactly. he is yeah, not D- that. No, D'Lo is an extremely skilled guard who has a bunch of stuff toolbox uh, stuff in his toolbox at his disposal. And again, in the Warriors series, his shot attempts 15 uh 13 he had a uh, 19 in game one like those are shots that he can have to me in the series and he's being passive kind of throwing it throwing it out trying to you know run post-ups or whatever and i think like this is series like you talked about i don't think there's a ver- variety of way he can impact the game in terms of like rebounding but i do think there's a variety of ways he can score doesn't have to be his jump shot put him in the post go attack them in the post you have jamal murray or kcp on you go be physical down there be you know he calls, he, he tweets out big guard university all the time, right? Big guard mm-hmm. university. That means like you're able to have big um, big man moves as a guard. And he has that type of skill to me. And they're running you single covers. They're not doubling you. There's no help coming. You have to be able to score on those and take the pressure a little bit off so that Jokic has to step up a little bit. And then AD can get a little bit more room. Maybe LeBron can get some more room. And Anthony, like I'm more comfortable right now with Austin Reeves running our pick and roll offense. Like that. I should be comfortable with both of them. Both of them should complement LeBron and AD to a point to where we can run our guard offense through them. And right now, d is just not showing that, hasn't shown that capability in the first two games, which is disappointing. We had uh, two shots, I think, to win this, um, to win these games, and he blew both. The other, the, the last thing in terms of, like, strategy here that I want to talk
0: about before we, we call it a night, Um, I thought when the Lakers' half-court offense was clicking, LeBron was really picking on Jokic. And, oh, yeah. um you know down the stretch of the game he was you know focused on getting Jamal Murray out there because you know he can kind of back him into the post or back him into the paint and stuff but um i think it's particularly devastating to like Denver's morale when it's Jokic that you're going after when it's when it's like time and time again you are you are forcing Jokic to be to look like an idiot out there because like that's where that's where doubt starts to creep in, right? Like the reason that anybody had any doubt about the den- the, the Nuggets coming into this postseason, sorry Michael Malone, is because like you didn't know how how um, Jokic was going to handle pick and roll stuff. You didn't know how he was going to defend in space. Right? He's a he's a one of the best offensive players we will ever see. And if you if you force him to be like a negative asset on defense, it helps mitigate the stuff that he's doing to you offensively. Um, And and I thought like the Lakers were really going at him and really going at him, you know, whether it was LeBron. And I think LeBron has more success against it because he can like he can dribble through Jokic's defensive shoulder and get to the rim. And and, whereas like, you know, Schroeder and Reeves kind of have to duck under the hand check a little bit and that's and that's going to allow Jokic to to regain an angle back as he retreats back to the basket whereas like LeBron can drive more of a straight line through and knock that shoulder back um and and like they were going to it and they were going to it and they were going to it and then they didn't and then they stopped and and um yeah i just thought that uh the lakers really lost a lot of poise down the stretch of that game and and like you're talking about like it 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 showed up in him shooting those those three three pointers in, in the in the fourth quarter and A D shooting, I think he shot three three pointers in in, in yeah, he A D finishes with three attempts from three point range. So that's kind of how it how it shows up. But where it really I think hurts you is like you're talking about that process of of you had something that was working, and then you you
1: you bail out that defense by not continuing to go to it. Exactly, and to me, like I know, there's no more victories in the playoffs, obviously. But this was, this was played at
0: our pace. Hold on, man. You you say that Mike Malone's going to hear it, and he's going <laughs> to say, "Oh, Roz Chapalu of the Lakers Lounge podcast says that it feels yeah. like the Lakers are actually up 2-0 right now."
1: Whole Fucking plane ride. Deep. He's just going to be. He's going to have the Lakers Lounge on the you know whole plane yeah, ride. Have it I hope memorized. so. Yeah, yeah. Please, hey Mike. You, know, you don't listen. like
0: being called Mike? Take this, Mikey.
1: <laughs> How about that, huh? <laughs> Um, man, I I lost. Oh yeah. So like, to me, this game was played at our pace. Like this was a, this was a Lakers pace game. And I thought game one was Denver style, even though we were scoring, you know, effortlessly. I thought that was Denver's style pace of game where Jokic was able to wheel and deal and play his game. They played our style tonight. This was a rugged, physical, gritty basketball game. And I think that's how we have to win this series. And I thought we did that. And up until the middle of the fourth, like you're talking about, we started, we're like, okay, Jokic, you're going to show AD comes at the screen every single time. If you remember the first time out we took Anthony, LeBron was annoyed as hell because our guards were just throwing up BS. Dennis Shooter, D'Angelo Russell, and you could see LeBron as he's checking in, like, what are we doing? And we call a timeout. Once he came back in, it was LeBron on the ball every single time. Where's Jamal Murray? Where's Jokic? And that was our offense. He got like two layups at the rim. One of them, I think you talked about, he blew it. Then he got a dunk and transition that that he blew to put us up 10. But through that offense there, we were running. We were just mismatch hunting. And I think that's how we have to play even at home. So those are like the positive signs, at least I took, is that like this pace is our pace. If the series goes like this, um, we at least have a shot to me because it's not Denver style. Denver style is to get up, up and down the floor, um, get get KCP MPJ transition threes. Um, if it's half court where Jokic has to dribble eight times to get a shot, or you know try to um, find passes to Aaron Gordon every time, like this is our pace. That's what makes it so frustrating that we lost tonight because I think this game was ours. It was played at our style. We we had them at arms distance all game, and we just blew it um, in the fourth. Yeah,
0: like it's gonna happen. You're gonna get beat in in the playoffs, right? Like sure. nobody has ever gone undefeated. You're going to get beat. Especially at this level of the playoffs where, you know, you're playing against really good teams and there are gonna be games I thought game one, the Lakers got beat, right? They they Go you on. know, they made a run at it and they and they fought their way back into it, but Denver outplayed them in that game. And Denver Denver like won a game that they should have won. What you can't have in the postseason, especially in, in at, at this stage of the postseason, is losing games, right? You cannot, you cannot be the reason you lost. And I thought in this one, the Lakers, whether you want to talk about, like, the bigger, louder mistakes that they made, you know, in the fourth quarter or whatever, or you want to talk about the mistakes that they made throughout the game that didn't expand on their, you know, on the lead that they had whenever it was that they held it. Um, mm-hmm. Tonight, this one, um, and I know Malone is, is sitting there saying, like, gosh, you know, it did The, the, the narrative coming out of game one was that the Lakers, you know, had all these things that they could have done. They did those things and they put themselves in a position to win and the Lakers lost this one. They, I think they handed it over to Denver and Denver like look hit shots that were necessary to hit to win the game. But that's what Denver does, man. Like if you give, if you give Denver, they're a really effing good team. And if you give Denver the opportunity to win a game, they're gonna happily take the, those opportunities and and I thought in this one like you know Malone's not going to like this sorry Mikey but like I really feel like the Lakers were the better team in this game for the vast vast majority of it and yeah. and then just like went completely away from the things that made them the better team and like so maybe you know for the next two games playing at home and stuff like that you are the better team for longer and you reset the series, and now you 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 earn yourself an opportunity, maybe to uh you know to play a three game series on the back end of whatever the Lakers do at home. But yeah, this was um, this one really hurts because just like that game five, game four against Boston all those years ago, like it just to to feel like you lose a game of this magnitude, magnitude, you hand it over a game of this magnitude. That's the shit that makes me stay up at night. That's stuff that really, really gets under my skin.
1: Yeah, you had a chance. And look, I think these teams, I thought these teams were pretty evenly matched. And I don't have, you know, a different feeling after the first two games. Anthony, they're playing seven guys. Like, you know what I mean? Like, they've they've dropped the rotation to seven guys. Christian Braun played uh, four minutes and Reggie Jackson um, play two minutes. I thought we were going to get another Reggie Jackson killer game on a different uniform, but they're playing seven dudes, you know? So like, if you can win, it's kind of the war of attrition. They're also 19 and 22 on the road this year. Some of that I'm sure was inflated because of how they ended the season, but still like, I think you have a shot to go home and uh, tie this series like you talked about and, and make it a three game um, series on the back end and see if you can make this a series again. But yeah, like, again, I thought this was our pace and I thought second half from game one on, we kind of controlled the game. I mean, like second half from mm-hmm. game one on, like they, we've, they've kind of played our style. Um, and you know, I don't know how it happens, but I feel like, uh, uh, Rui and Rui's going to start pretty soon. And, and, and Dennis might even start pretty soon. We'll, we'll see. I don't think they're going to, they don't think they want to bench D'Lo. And I still think he has to be an integral part of like our offense. But, um, I think they're I think the Rui, Dennis, um, LeBron, AD and Austin are kind of our, uh, best lineup right now and I'm, I'm wondering if um they go more to that in terms of game three and game three and four but series is still alive to me i'd like i too well there's there's still a shot all right well
0: uh again the lakers lose 108 to 103 uh that is going to do it here for this episode of the lakers lounge podcast no lowdown tonight as the plan is tomorrow um, Aaron and I are going to talk about this game and, and, and what comes out of it to preview what will be, you know, the latest, most important weekend <laughs> in this Lakers season, right? It only yeah. gets more important from here on out. Um, the Lakers, you know, look, the, the cliche is that Denver holds serve here and that the Lakers now have to do the same. Um, and I think they can. Like, to be absolutely clear, like, I, I, I really... I am fairly confident that the Lakers can go home and win these two games, but I really think like it's gonna have to, it's gonna have to like be because they they got back to the kind of focus for 48 minutes that they had against Golden State, and it's exhausting to do that. It's a you know that is that is uh, I I can't focus for 48 minutes straight of like just 48 minutes, let alone you know two and a half hours where 48 minutes of basketball. Is stretched out across, but the Lakers are going to have to do that, man. And yeah. and if and if it isn't forty eight, it's got to be like forty four. It's got to be forty five. It's got to be you know in a game like this where the Lakers again, I and I know that like you know that maybe this will go viral or whatever. I thought the Lakers were far and away the better team in this game. I, I like when the Lakers wanted to, I thought they could score. When the Lakers wanted to, they were able to get stops. Um, yeah. We still, by the way, haven't really seen them try to do anything in transition. And I think some of that is like you're talking about, like trying to really slow the game down and keep Denver out of transition. You don't want to get in a back and forth game against these guys. Um, mm-hmm. But like that does kind of eliminate some of the best stuff that the Lakers can do, right? LeBron is the sure. best transition player in, in NBA history. And if you're kind of keeping him out of transition, I think that really is, um, you, you, I think they have to find a better balance there. But but like i just thought that you know for i don't know f- 38 40 minutes here the lakers were the better team uh, significantly better team and and yeah. uh and then you know that those those 10 8 to 10 minutes uh that they weren't were just devastating you know mm-hmm. and 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 that's the kind of team that denver is they're they're really effing good they were my championship pick heading into the season because they are that kind of good. Um it, it certainly doesn't help that that uh what's his face Bruce Brown has turned into Reggie Miller. Um like that 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 isn't uh something that I saw necessarily coming but but like this is this is uh this is a really effing good team on that side of it. And I think the Lakers um however we want to frame it, like they're gonna have to be better more consistently against this caliber of team.
1: Yep, absolutely. And look, Bruce Brown talking crap all all game. I hope that sits um, with the plane ride. Michael Malone, I'm sure, is having a 96 Jordan just post game press conference. I'm seeing a couple. Yeah, of them he's come, gone. Come he's gone already. full like hit him up. Like a, a, after <laughs> yeah, yeah, game two yeah. of it's... the Western Conference Finals. Motherfucker, you yeah.
0: haven't won anything. People like people aren't like like people don't trust your team because this team beat you two years ago. Like people. People don't trust Jokic because he looks like a freaking tall Loompa Loompa. and people people don't trust Jamal Murray because like we haven't seen him in a couple of years. He was hurt. Michael Porter Jr. looks like a stretched out Drake. Like, what? Like, I'm sorry, like these guys don't uh, don't scream trustworthy to me before before like until they they actually try. And then by yeah. the way, the second half of the season after February, y'all didn't try. When yeah. like when the NBA schedules all of the marquee games, you were either load managing. Or you were getting blown out, and so yeah, like to a certain extent, man, like you make your own. You make your own bed. Your owner is partially responsible for this. You like Mike Malone isn't gonna like you know call out his owner, but if the owner wasn't being such a moron when it comes to RSNs and in in, in his RSN in the uh, in the Denver Denver area, then more people would be watching your games. But that isn't the case. So like like it's it's this like us against the world thing, and they keep on trying to cry underdog. You guys were two. I think the Lakers were plus two ten to win the series coming into this game tonight. You're two yeah. to one favorites to win this to win this series, and you're whining because yeah, they were because six point you, favorites. <laughs>
1: mm-hmm.
0: you, you, you like you're saying that you're the underdogs here. Like under no circumstances is a one seed the underdog against a
1: seven. Shut yeah, up. I, I, I just want him to. I just want him to call LeBron old. Please say it. Say it. Like yeah. get LeBron going or. Say something about AD and just you know, you got D'Angelo Russell. You did your job. You got you you got DeAngelo Russell. <laughs> uh, you know, so yeah, go after you know, go after the bigger fish. You know, go after go after AD and LeBron. Say something about them, hopefully, and that gets them going. So, uh, big game three. But yeah, you're right. Let's let's uh, let's do one one game at a time. Um, make it two one after after Saturday.
0: All right, that is going to do it, though. That was Raj Shapalu. I'm Anthony Irwin. Again, no lowdown later tonight, but I will be talking to Aaron tomorrow afternoon. So until then, and until the next time I hear from you guys or you hear from me, I'm Anthony Irwin saying, Mike Malone, just have a beverage. Like, have a cocktail. Smoke a blunt. It's legal. Mushrooms are legal in, in, in your state. Like, like just, just, like, take a load off. It's going to be okay. Get a hug. <laughs> snuggle your blankie (laughs) whatever it takes just stop
1: being such a dweeb